Hello and welcome to the Surveyor Podcast with James Baker and John Lever. Two chartered surveyors embarking upon a social media journey, locked in a virtual room with nothing better to do than to discuss everything surveying. And something's not. Hi everyone, welcome to the latest episode of the Surveyor Podcast. And uh, this week... We're going to have a slightly different approach to it. We're what, 12 weeks in now, and uh, we're just going to catch our breath a bit, really, and just have a bit of a review session. Um, but before we uh, get into the podcast itself, I'll pass over to John for some feedback. Yeah, we've had some feedback. This is awesome. I tell you, it's very exciting. Um, first one was uh, Harvinda Flora. So thanks for your feedback. So it's good stuff. Look forward to more of these while working from home. So that's cool. Um, and uh, and we also had another one that's come through our ServPod webpage. So www.servpod.com. Um, someone's filled in our feedback form there said, and it was uh, Natasha, Natasha Curzon. She said, thoroughly enjoying listening to the podcast. I see it as an extension to the APC Roadshow Wednesday workout. Uh, and then she's given us some topic suggestions, actually really good ones. So revision planning, um, ethics, hot topics, um, and she said a bit more on commercial property. So that would mean we'd have to get someone who knows that, wouldn't we? Yeah, we would do. Yeah. yeah I mean, I mean, who cares about commercial property? I mean, I don't care much about <laughs> it. I know, I know plenty of people that do, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we could find someone who could talk to us about commercial property. Um, on the hot topics front, though, I was just thinking we've got our um, hot topic mind mapping uh, forum coming up 15th of April. So we could do something after that one on what kind of rolls out from that. So if anyone's interested, quick plug well, um, on that one. Thinking off the cuff, actually, I've probably got somebody who uh, locally to me who is a um, who works in commercial property, and he'd probably be quite good actually to come on because he's not long set up his own business. Uh, oh, last yeah. about last summer, he did, and he's he's set it up on the basis that he's using technology in that business. So it might be quite an interesting one to get him. Oh in. yeah, that would be. I should get in touch with him and see if he's interested. Yeah. Yeah. So just coming back to the revision workshop or revision, no, not revision workshop. It's a forum. Um, It's a uh, hot topic forum. It's going to be free. You can get to it on our website under hot topics and it's going to be probably a couple of hours. Everyone pile in big mind mapping uh, piece of software. And we're going to go through the mind map that we created last August. We do this in April and August every year um, and um, and just update it. Really. What's the latest hot topics? And we normally have 60 or 70 people turn up. So, uh, so that'd be quite fun, actually, and then see what comes out of that as uh, something that we can then discuss on these podcasts going forward. Great. Okay. So um, I'm glad you were so enthusiastic about. Oh that. yeah, I know. I know. You know what? It's just I'm just tired, John. <laughs> <laughs> to be quite yeah. honest. All right, John. Yeah. Okay. Well, what else should we talk about? <laughs> no, I, I think it'd be quite nice to do a, a reflection on our podcast to date. Yeah. So, so I think let's start then. Um, we start there. Yeah, let's start with that. And we, we've obviously done 12 episodes now, so we've got a, a good variety of different topics and guests and things that we've been through. Um, might be quite fun maybe to see. Uh, do you have a favourite, John? I was going to say, should we say that we've got favourites? Um, I'm going to go for it. I, I actually have got a few, actually. I really enjoyed um, the session with Bola. I thought that was really good fun. Uh, I, I kind of felt that it was more of two 50-year-old blokes and you 40-year-old bloke hanging on. Um, but uh, but I quite enjoyed that one. And I, I, I thought the um, 
if no one's listened to the workplace predictions, if you're an APC candidate listening to this, you should do, because that just keeps coming round more and more. So I thought that one was quite good. And I enjoyed the lifeboat man as well. Um, I, that's kind of, a, and not not forgetting um, the king of our podcast, who who uh, who is currently Mr. Henning. So, oh, miss, I mean, in yeah. terms of recording, I think Mr. Henning was probably my favourite because it was just quite a lot of fun, really. Yeah, and, uh, I, I still, I'm still thinking about his soup maker. Yeah, you know, I always enjoyed Michael's company when we had uh, trips um, on Governing Council, and uh, I, I just enjoyed it. He's, he's a funny man. He's uh, he was quite, I, from an entertainment point of view. I did enjoy that, but like you, I, the recording with Bolo was a was a great experience. I just loved every minute of it. He's such a fascinating man, yeah. um, and you know, you can learn so much from him. I, I I look forward to you know doing some other podcasts with him in future on different things. Yeah, he's, he's. I mean, yeah. he's got some great initiatives, so we'll definitely be uh, be getting him back in. And I quite enjoyed last week's as well, which was um, giving Sam the reins of the uh, the podcast and, and yeah. watching it fail completely. Yeah, it was nice to do something different, and Sam not actually crash and burn. So yeah, <laughs> um, that was quite good fun. It was it was nice to talk about. I mean, we like talking about ourselves, don't we, John? So yeah, it was nice for us to be asked questions and actually give us the opportunity to talk about ourselves. And um, yeah, the lifeboat. I enjoyed the the lifeboats to man episode five with Sam because it was quite interesting. Just hearing a story about the person behind the surveyor. Yeah, you know, I think I think we've got was, a few more of those coming up as well. I think there's got some um, some opportunities to talk to people about other things that they're doing, and you know, the, the, it's almost nice to move away from surveying a bit and sort of property construction and actually just find out a bit about an individual and I, I probably enjoyed it because of that I guess with Bolo we were able to find out quite a lot about him and his, his career path and there were things outside of that as well yeah. so yeah maybe maybe going forward we need to try and make sure that we're not too focused on on the the surveying side of of things but uh, try and find out a little bit more about individuals yeah. as well yeah I'm sure we'll keep the focus on us though yeah yeah, of course. Well, oh, no, that's good. I was, I was worried there for a second. I was worried. Now, on that note, though, um, I thought it'd be useful, um, quite good this week as well, uh, if we caught up on, my goodness, where on earth has January, February and nearly March gone um, and, and the way of the world and, and how the industry is for, for you and I, because I think we're a pretty good barometer of, um, of what's going on out there. So how, how's things going with you with the new business? <laughs> the new business is uh, absolutely flying. Um, I... I'm hanging on by the seat of my pants, really. To be honest, it's been—it's—it's <laughs> it, um, it's just that busy. Um, yeah. do, you, do you think it's going to hang around, though? Do you think it's a bubble, or do you think? Uh, I mean, we we looked at our predictions. I think we should pick up our predictions in a future podcast. Yes, I, I agree. Reflection, I, probably six I, months in, and let's do it in three think, months' time. Yeah, I think in terms of my workload, it, my, my workload is quite varied. So I'm I'm doing the residential property survey. So the old well. Under the new RICS home survey standards, um, level I don't offer a level one and level two and level three surveys I do, which is the old home buyers and the building surveys. Mm. Um, I don't do the valuation work, but because the residential property market is still buoyant, the stamp duty holiday, they're flying through the door. You know, you're getting inquiries, constant inquiries. Um, I'm fitting it around some of the other stuff that I'm doing as well, which is a bit of a challenge, uh, I must admit, but I don't want to turn work away and I've got quite some quite good relationships going with others in that workflow. I, the, as the stamp duty holidays end. So I think when, when's half, that coming to an end? Well, the half a million um, value properties, I believe ends June. 
right. and then for the two hundred up to two hundred fifty thousand will end September. So yeah. I suspect that it's going to get busy over the or it's it's certainly going to be sustained if not increase over the next you know two three four months and then it will there's bound to be an impact I think. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've, got, we've got some contacts just within the network, the Deliver network, who are um, involved in from probably more from a resi commercial property side of things. And, and they're, you know, they're, they're kind of feeding back exactly the same as you. It's absolutely manic at the moment. And yeah, you know, there's no moment to kind of catch your breath. No, um, it, it, just as you think you're getting on top of it, you get another inquiry come through. And I'm, I'm probably getting probably something like three, four a week. Um, right which coming through inquiries sort of thing, you know, I'm on, on a, on a fair old lead in time, which, which is seems, seems to be standard from, from speaking to others that are, that are in the, in the business as well. But that's only one element of what I do. Then there's other bits that I do, you know, I'm, I, I'm getting work. I'm working with a, an Academy trust to deliver um, capital expenditure against their, um, their schools. And that's probably not really dictated by, seasonal or by by other outside influences in that they have money each year that they spend on maintaining their right. their, yeah. their buildings yeah. so that's fairly that's fairly that's going to happen whatever isn't that's going to happen whatever and 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 there's a good i've got a good relationship going there so i think that that will continue regardless um where that does kind of show seasonal peaks and troughs is obviously around school holidays somewhere yeah. which you can't do during term yeah. time and things so there'll be that, that will change and that will hit my you know my peaks and troughs in my in my workload i guess but um that's probably not going to change so that's that's a nice steady steady one um and then i i've, I've seemed to have had a, a more increase of expert witness type stuff coming through too oh, wow okay in the oh, residential in, in relation obviously you can't tell us anything about it but in relation to what sort of things you've been asked to it's in relation to sort of residential type properties at the moment as in what um, defects or as in yeah it's defects it's 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 poor workmanship you know of certain what, things a new build or for refurb or? not necessarily new build could be could be extension or could be works oh, right, to okay yeah. one was relating to a, a, a rendered finish on right. on, a, on a property um which i've done year, years and years ago i did one of those actually for somebody and uh, mm. it, so it takes me back a bit but um and then one's more related to um somebody living in a property that um is on a kind of i don't know some sort of um agreement that they've got but anyway it's to do with the condition of that property and to do a mm. undertake a, a survey to look at repairs that are needed to it yeah, um, yeah but yeah they're kind of along those lines it's defects it's repairs it's it's things that need dealing with um but generally that kind of expert witness type stuff based around residential property will be defects of work or you know yeah. poor workmanship so, so who, type of stuff. Oh, okay so who, i was going to say who are you working for uh, in that instance then you're working for the property owner um, uh, i'm yeah a report yeah. about the quality of the work that's being done yeah so my my inquiries are generally coming from property owners themselves but yeah. um i did have one last month that came from a solicitor the inquiry came from a solicitor, but it would have still been acting. Well, the, yeah, the fees would have been paid for by, yeah. but yeah, in the expert witness world, which is something that I've done from time to time. I'm, I'm not, I would never say I'm, I'm fully versed in, in the role, but I've done it. Mm. Um, will will tend to, you know, there's, there's, there's those who do that all of the time. And um, that, that sort of work will sometimes come via solicitors and via tribunals and things, you know, the inquiries will come in. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, 
my inquiries at the moment are coming from from home, homeowners themselves. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's it. Because you, how long you've been up and running now? Is it three, four months? It's, it's six. It's six months at the end of this month. Is so, it really? Yeah, six it's months already. Yeah. So started trading. You're looking for well October. for it. <laughs> But yeah, maybe not. Yeah, maybe you've got more grey hairs. I don't know. But yeah, um, <laughs> yeah it's um, six months at the end of this month. So, um, you know, great, really. Mm. I, I would probably say the last two months have been my busiest. Yeah. yeah. Um, but do you not think well, that's just the world, not really your business? Well, no, I, I think there's an element of I started my business and there was always going to be a, a slow warm up to yeah plus covid you started yeah plus COVID. yeah and I, but i think because there was always going to be a bit of a slow there was there was you know in the early days of me starting there were there were discussions with people but it t- you know it takes a while for work to start to flow through and, yeah. and come through yeah. in it and it probably took a slowish, fairly steady three months, and then things started to come through luckily i had some nice decent sized stuff in the early couple of months which uh, kept me ticking over cash flow wise and things and then it's just started to, and then it's ramped up probably from second week mid-january it's just gone gone crazy you know it's uh, people are now aware of of my business and and what i can offer um and and because word has probably got out there amongst more of my contacts it, it's allowed more work to flow through really yeah. um but yeah interestingly i was and, and i can't um funnily not well i was out last week beginning last monday tuesday and i was uh, on an raf base doing some survey work oh okay yeah so that's that was in that was interesting yeah well within their residential do they have sort no, of no no it was it was it was on there it wasn't nothing to do with their what it was to do with communications buildings and right okay um, so proper proper buildings not well, there yeah um, yeah one one was a, a hangar right yeah one was a hangar but it, it was all external condition work um yeah. you know looking at repairs looking looking at costs um, of, of green mate be fine maintaining the property so yeah it was good it was, yeah. that was quite that was quite interesting funny story not very funny and this might be really boring but i'm going to tell it anyway no go for uh, it yeah, yeah I'll, one I'll, of the um, i'll be interested yeah well a, a, a guy who so we had to get access into this uh into this one building it was quite secure communications so it's um you know yeah. they had security checks etc before i went down there and stuff um and um yeah this uh fella who works in the RAF, um, came and started having a chat with me. He, he'd come to let us into this building. Oh, what are you doing? Et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, it turns out he's doing an MSC in building surveying. It's, do you know what? Over my years of um, doing sort of RSS training advisor stuff and, and everything, which is probably, what, 18 plus years ago, I've been doing that, the number of um, ex-forces that we've come yeah. across... Yeah, so fascinating. So yeah. he obviously picked my brain for quite a while and distracted me yeah. from what I was actually doing. But um, but yeah, it was interesting because as part of his course, he'd used the same building, he'd done a building survey of it. So he was oh, telling me all sorts okay. about that, which was quite interesting. Yeah. So he'd almost done a survey before I had. So that was yeah. quite useful. I'm assuming you told him to listen to Servpod. Um, I didn't actually because it didn't crop up at the time. But he's got my details, so no doubt he'll find me and he will drop, discover. Drop him a note, yeah, because uh, and and uh, yeah, it'd be interesting, yeah. Yeah. So that was an interesting one. So yeah, um, I can't remember what your question was really, and I've probably got uh, off well, the tangent. Just, you know, how's how's business going? Since yeah. So a variety of stuff, and then obviously I've got the the APC stuff that I do. You know, uh, so that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've we've seen a big increase on that that side of things. Just because I mean, seasonal as well, isn't it? So you've got lots is. of uh, submissions. You've got lots of mock interviews. I mean, the mocks. Uh, our mocks start. In fact, the day this this is going out. Uh, 
what date will that be 29th our first mock starts on the 29th of march so um so you know we've, we've got um all of march eight well not all of march there's another march left april and may and probably a bit of june we're going to be into mock interview season so yeah so you're probably yeah. going to be gainfully employed doing quite a lot of mock. oh yeah it's some lined up already for that yeah. so yeah so, i mean so... you know we've had a massive in, influx of people who um who are going to saying right we need some support and some help so, so yeah, yeah. It, it is i've noticed a, a, an increase obviously now being self-employed over my own business i can, can you know offer more support you know for, for your clients so that that's been an upturn for me personally because obviously yeah. i used to always support you but that was in my own sort of spare time when i used to do that so yeah. now it's um it's very much i just factor it in as a as, as you're another client of mine really and yeah. um and I, I you know deliver that to to your clients so it, it is a busy time you know the, the, these sort of next two or three months are always quite busy quietens down and then it'll be yeah. session two yeah well I, we used to have a break you know it was really weird um you used to kind of end of june july would be quiet and then august then it'll ramp up again now just constant so um it's an interesting i don't know why it's changed or if there's just more people out there who want you to do it i mean the other question i was going to ask you obviously you're working at home in home and home office as well how's how's that kind of worked for you yeah it's it's working okay i mean i i you know a, a few years ago i had a job where i was home based anyway and um and so you know i got the office at home and and, and used and used it so i kind of slotted back in lockdown last year i was in, employed and i slotted back in working at home and things it's been fine, but um, you know, my wife's a teacher, and um, she's uh, teaching from home still because she's pregnant. Right. Okay. So because because of her being pregnant, it's like yeah. you know, health risks, etc. So that she's teaching from home still, whilst the kids and, and other teachers have gone bad. But there's things that she can still teach, and and that from home. So she's doing that, and um, yeah, and we've obviously got a what eighteen, nineteen month old. So it's it, it's pretty. It, there can be a lot of distractions at home if I'm honest and and sometimes it, it is it has been a bit challenging because I've been quite busy need to get your head down need to not get distracted and things so a little mm. bit challenging from that point of view when I worked from home previously we didn't have a child and I'd have the house to myself so it was very quiet and it was, it was yeah, a bit more peaceful yeah. and easier to just get your head down whereas now because we've got a busier house if you like it's it, it is difficult and um because business is going so well i'm looking at office space so oh, okay you know, what sort of what sort of um office are you thinking thinking of i'm not assuming you're building something so it's going to be something rented yeah something rented just yeah, so uh, it's gonna, was it going to call it jane was it um invise uh sort of towers or something you know? yeah something like that yeah, <laughs> yeah invise towers it will just be a, a yeah a shed in the garden yeah absolutely um, yeah yeah. <laughs> steady on. yeah so you've got to leave the towers which is um, only a single story uh, yeah <laughs> yeah so uh, looking at you know these like co-working type spaces oh, these right, startup okay. places that exist yeah, yeah, yeah. well it, the, the sort of the regises of the world yeah that type of thing yeah there's loads in derby um and and there's you know of different um quality shall we say and of different types they, of business big sort of corporate type deliverers of that or they know they're not at all of, uh, yeah they're, they're not at all corporate in derby that's the thing uh, okay. they're, they're smaller businesses themselves that have an offering so right. they are all in in largely in and around the city center right but they often you know there's a huge variety of different types of, of people that offer that now so i've got some mm. stuff lined up after the easter break to go and um you know and, and have a look at what's there you know we, we 
a few hundred quid a month for for a, a small office space in one of those. They have the hot desk in and the shared workspace and co-working that you can use. But I'm not. I'm, I'm probably have that though. Who's going to want to do that? Yeah, it's. It, I one of the reasons to look at an office is peace and quiet, somewhere yeah. I can close the door and I've got yeah. it's work. So that is probably not really what I want, if yeah. I'm honest. Um, I, I I want my own little office space. So yeah, they do yeah, offer that. Well, so they don't like anyone. So uh, well, there is that. Yeah, fine. there is that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So you know, I've got some stuff lined up. We'll see how it goes. Um, I, I can can give you some updates at later time. But yeah, I mean, the, the quality the quality is quite quite vast, really, of what's out there and what's available. Some are called budget range, and interestingly, the budget range. Um, some of what I've seen is is comparable to some others in terms of price wise they're probably not saying that they are budget but it looks their quality looks better so it just depends on the offering from different yeah. people different types of yeah. building they're different ages of building some are newly refurbished some have been there a while so that all impacts and stuff yeah um but but what i one thing i need to try and look into is all of the different factors that go into it because some of them have such add-on costs i mean regis are terrible for the add-on costs that they've got because i did have a look at, at, at what their offering was and you know you're paying for your phone line on top you're paying for yeah. a car parking space on top you're oh, paying really? for, okay. you're pay some business rates or something on somewhere and it's yeah. just like there's all these different add-ons you think well, there's another 200 quid a month there so uh, no when i when i had my rented office which was until last october um it was a fixed rate so um electricity light power water all that sort of stuff was included uh, business rates were included um and then the only extra i paid for was the internet and the phone line mm. yeah that, that was quite nice in in that way but yes you've got to watch out for those um yeah those little extras that come floating in and all of a sudden you've got yourself sitting there um yeah i mean one of the one of the mistakes i made um, which was a year before COVID happened. Um, I signed a three-year deal on a water cooler. <laughs> so where's that at home now? Uh, no, it's still in the old office. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't resolved that that discussion yet. Uh, but you know, that wasn't cheap. I mean, it was cheaper than buying bottled water and and are part of our carbon footprint, as in no longer single-use plastics and you know yeah. part of what we wanted to do as a business. Um, and uh, but you know, at sort of 250 300 quid a year, so um, so currently having a discussion with uh, with the company about it, but um, but you know, it's um, yeah, there's things like that that you wouldn't have expected or even thought about, and and like say a year later, um, you're stuffed and you're stuck with this thing that you can't put or have in, yeah, yeah, it's interesting. It, well, that, that's the thing, and that, that you know, I'm tentatively looking to maybe start moving into an office in May time, so that I've right, got okay. what, what I'm looking at doing is obviously when you run a business, you've got all your forecasting, you've got all, all sorts of different things that you look at, and mm. um, and it's it's very much just trying to get a feel for what availability is, what the costs involved are, and yeah. so that I can plan ahead and make yeah. sure R- that roughly how far away from home as well. Oh, um, you know. I'm I, I'm in suburbia, if you like, from Derby. So I'm I'm about three, three and a half miles, no more than four miles out of the city. So oh, okay, so that's nice. Yeah. I was just thinking, young family and panic phone. Yeah, so it, it, be well, it, many years back, I worked in Derby City Centre, and it was it was about a fifteen minute journey. Right, it, what rush hour even? At rush hour, yeah. Right, oh, that's easy, isn't it? That's yeah, I mean, my, so, office, my office was eight minutes away, so uh, I, yeah. I do like the fact that you know, I mean, I couldn't get on a train and do what people do going into London and traveling into London and 
Uh, and goodness knows, you know, I, I kind of take my hat off to anyone who's doing that, but it's, that's not the life for me. I couldn't no, believe not for me either. I, I don't, I, I, the longest, the longest sort of commutes I've probably had of 45 minutes or so. And, and I wouldn't want to, for me, half an hour is a good, a good commute you know any any longer i'm not really that interested in it so so just long enough to listen to one of our podcasts exactly there and back there and back so you listen to the first half on the way and then the second half on the way back so i can listen to myself rather than talk to myself (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i I don't have a problem with that So, so that sounds, you know, all in all, that's fantastic, mate. Because I, I obviously six, I can't believe it's six months ago. Um, right. you know, I remember when you started out, and and we started talking about doing these podcasts, and look at here we are. So, and here we are, yeah. It's uh, yeah, it's it's amazing how time flies, and yeah, uh, yeah it's um, yeah, it's, it, uh, you know what, it's great. It's um, it, it was a great thing to do. Um, I, I I'm pleased I made that move, and and um, obviously it's better still that things are going going so well and um you know i i, I should have said actually I'm, I'm also at the minute looking at um <laughs> i've started referring some of the survey work because oh, I, can't, right, okay. because so, I can't keep up with the demand because of my yeah. i've got a bit of a bottleneck with with schools projects and stuff that i'm doing at the moment as well as the the survey work that i've got in my diary mm-hmm. and um I've um I've basically I, I've got a relationship with another business and and I'm I'm referring work through them, um but we are actually in discussion with or we're going to be entering into discussion with somebody else to sub consult. So we're looking at going going into some sort of partnership to deliver. Oh well, that's, that's great news, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, so so rather than as well, yeah. So so because the leads are there, because the contacts are there in that field, if you like, in that that sector, whatever you want to call it, we are looking at upscaling um yeah. rather than doing probably i would say i've been doing five or six a month yeah. um whereas because of other work that i'm doing i've not been able to do more whereas if you've got if we've got somebody solely doing that you can probably do do five a week comfortably one person you know doing yeah, a good job that, that sounds really good and then obviously from from my interest the sort of things I get my head into and conduct and ethics and all these side of things. Um, you're a regulated firm. So I am, yes. how's, how's that been for you over the last six months? Anything of any excitement? Uh, no, nothing at all. I registered and that was it. So, so it was all pretty straightforward. And we yeah. ought to do a talk, actually. We should do a podcast on starting up your business and what yes. that means. And, yes, and we should. I, I thought you were going to say we should do one on RSF regulation. I was going to say that literally took me about 10 minutes to register for regulation and that was it. It was done. So yeah. I was going to say that maybe, is not going to take We'll have a on. chat at your year end after you've got the sentence. Yes, wait, wait till I get a re- <laughs> my, my regulation return. Wait, wait until you've got regulation knocking on the door going, Ahem, excuse me, <laughs> you're meant to send in a, an annual return. So so that's all worked well for you as well. So that, that's cool. Excellent. Yeah, it has. Yeah, it has. I was just thinking, you know, um, pretty much, well, it is actually um, to today's date, a year today, we started our APC roadshows, which is yeah. pretty much when furlough started. Well, um, lockdown was the 23rd of March last year, wasn't it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So so we had our kind of our, our first year anniversary yesterday with episode number 51. Who knew 367 days later we'd still be in lockdown? I know. I know. Um, but then again, you see, on, on our, I do remember back to when we were talking about our predictions. You were thinking we were being we'll be sorted and done in the next couple of months. And I'm going, it's next year, mate. So I think we do need to come back to those predictions. 
<laughs> we, well, we do because I was did also. We put, you, did we put any money on it? I don't think we did, did we? I don't think we did. But, uh, you see, that's but, the US in me. You won't get any money out of me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know that. and and yeah so um, i mean just um sort of thinking out loud so that means i've sat in this box room for over a year now and uh and and so uh one of the things i've noticed um is obviously the whole world disappeared in march april may june last year and then everyone started i don't know about you but uh, at the beginning of everything were you getting lots of inquiries well you probably weren't you were saying but i we had lots of inquiries uh, but no one was committing to anything and no, then all of us when i did you get yeah, that as well yeah we well, yeah i was obviously in full-time employment then but yeah we got a lot of inquiries coming through yeah um for all manner of different projects but they largely didn't go ahead or, or got got put on the you know the back burner until things settled down a bit and I yeah. you know I'm obviously out of the business now so I don't know whether any of those did, did eventually make any strides forward but yeah it was funny because there was a lot of stuff came in and then it, it quoted for and then it never really quite yeah so we, we had the same and then all of a sudden come 1st of January, well, 5th of January, when we came back to the office, it was like, you know, it was if the, the water, the, the gates had opened and, and the, um, the the river was emptying itself uh, on everybody going, right, let's go. And it's kind of like, oh, gosh, everyone, you need to slow down a little bit. Um, and, and it was funny. Where... It was funny last year because I, I had some time on furlough from early May and it was it was great. I'm not early days. It was great because the weather was superb. I, my wife was um, still on maternity leave at the time Mm. and um, got a little lab and stuff. And so for the first time in my adult life, I didn't have any responsibility in terms of a job. Um, There was still money coming in. It was reduced money, but there was still money coming in significantly reduced. So it it was a challenge from that point of view, but we weren't going anywhere. And um, it was brilliant. You know, I had I was able to fully relax for the first time in my life that I can remember, which yeah. was absolutely beautiful time to just enjoy life. Um, not that I'm not enjoying life now, I must say, but it's just different. And um, yeah. yeah, well, well, I'm happy. But then you. after after a while, it did get a bit boring. Oh, you know? did it? Oh, that's a shame. Because there's did. me working seven days. And there was you. Hours yeah. Sweating yeah. in your little box room. Yeah. Thanks and, uh, so much for reminding me about that. Yeah. Yeah, so. and here you here you still are. But here yeah, I, I still I, am working seven I, days a week. Yeah. <laughs> well, I had about three months off last year, but not wanting to rub it. Yeah, I enjoyed no, no. it for, I, I enjoyed probably the first month, maybe maybe sort of six, seven weeks, and then it got a bit samey. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I can understand that. And I have to say, one, one of the, again, it's interesting to look at the byproduct of that last year. Uh, I mean, from my side of things, I'm, uh, well, we, we got rid of the office. We've got um, a log cabin that's half built in the garden. Yeah, I was well, going to say, let's, I was it, gonna say, yeah, let's, let's move, let's uh, meander into the talking then, because we obviously talked a little bit about me and I'm, I'm busy. We mentioned a little bit about Deliver and, and, and what was, mm coming through there on the APC type of stuff, but let's meander into your um, box room, as you refer to it, and yeah. your transition, well, my six to, foot box. And your tra- transition to the yeah. grand design in the garden. Well, I'll tell you, it, it's very exciting because as I was building it, we, we put it up in two days, as it said in the brochure, this should be able to be built in two days, uh, it, to the point at which it comes with a 19 mil tongue and groove roof and felt. 
and that's it. So if, if you want to throw all your electricity and heat out of the floor and roof, you leave it like that. Um, we've actually upgraded the roof. So I've, I've actually I've, I've designed a hybrid roof, um, actually. Steady um, on, you are a QS, you know, not an yeah, I, I know, I know, but it's my own building and it's my own liability, so it's okay. Um, but no, we put a warm roof on, so we stuck um, stuck a, a vapor barrier and then we stuck some um, insulation on top. And then I left a gap. And I put ventilation in as well. Oh, you ventilated? Yeah, so we ventilated it as well. So we've got like a, a warm roof or, or lukewarm roof, I like to call it, um, rather than a cold roof and a warm roof. Um, and uh, we're going to put a GRP system on top. So that oh. should last um, 30 odd years or, or so. Uh, the only wow. problem is it's finding a window when it's going to be sunny out because currently it just keeps raining. So it's got a tarp currently um, screwed down. So we're up to OSB, ready to put the GRP on, but we, we've left the tarpaulin over the top, screw, screw that down. So uh, so that bit's done. And then I've got the, um, and then unfortunately I put my back out and I trapped a nerve in my back two and a half weeks ago. And I think that's down to the fact of being a slightly portly gentleman um, who sat on a chair for the last year and then decided he would build something in the garden. <laughs> and now I'm paying the price of it. Um, and the osteopath or chiropractor costs that come with that. So, uh, so yeah, it's, a, it's been an interesting uh, journey so far, but we've got roof on floors still to be done, but we're insulating the floor, tongue and groove, and then it uh, goes on top of that. And then I reckon, I reckon my research tells me I need to put a um, radiant heated floor in and then some sort of laminate on top. So uh, once that's done, um, that's 10 times bigger than the space I'm currently in. So my question for you then is, as any good project manager will do, they will set an end date, a, uh, you know, long stop or a, a, yeah. um, a basically this must be done by. Have you, yeah. have you got an ultimate end date for Well, it? unfortunately, the main contractor's put his back out. <laughs> so, uh, so um, and there's no subcontractors can come on site due to lockdown. Um, and also the main contractors are a little bit finicky, so he doesn't want any subcontractors on site. <laughs> he doesn't trust the subcontractors. He doesn't, no, he doesn't trust it. There was one mistake I made with it, though, and I do have, a, I do have um, an excuse for it. Um, when you build these log cabins, um, it's a proper, proper kind of the logs crossing over. You whack it all in place. I bought the big extra thick one, the 70 mil thick one, so it's fantastic. It's as solid as the days long. I was actually looking for a... Um, I was reading about them and they were like, oh, and now you install the wind brace. And I'm going, I've got no wind braces. Where, where's the wind? And then I thought, well, hold on a minute. That's for a 28 mil one. <laughs> so 78 or 75 mil walls. You're not going to go anywhere. The winds, unless, and if the wind's going anywhere and it's that strong, we've got problems elsewhere. The roof's coming off the main house as well. Um, so, um, <laughs> so, you know, so we kind of, we kind of built all of that. And then um, partway up, you, it comes with a door that's already in a frame. You have to build the window frame, which was fun, um, working out how to do that. Uh, but it comes with a frame. So we put the door in. <clears throat> now, the top of the door had a drip, a little drip um, sort of strip on it uh, that had been installed by the manufacturer. And, um, and I was looking at this going, that should go on the outside because that's a drip strip, you know. So, so the door needs to be hung this way around. And then I was looking at the beading in the door and if you hung, hung it that way around, the beading would be on the wrong side. It'd be on the outside. Now, beading in the window, you wouldn't have that so you can take it off and take a window pane out and then unlock the door, would you? So, so the beading really should be on the inside, as in the beading you put on. So I decided I would do it that way around. And then once it was built, I looked at it and gone, I've hung this around the wrong way. 
So, um, so the door's got to come off. Um, all of the um, door set has got to be redone and taken off. Um, but on that note, I do have a very large printer, which I was worried we wouldn't fit through the door. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not my problem. It's the printer company that we lease it from. So, uh, so they've got to come around and fit it through. So all in all, I wasn't happy the way they'd done the door lock. They didn't do a very good job. It was it was a bit sort of slapdash. So the door coming off, being hung the other way around, means I can seal and refit that, you know, fill in the gaps which they cut and cut a new door handle um, and put a new door on, so uh, or a new door handle on. But I was looking also at the, um, the thermal properties of the door. That's going to be the weak link because we've got double glazing. It's a half height, it's a half glazed door, but the bottom part of the door is only a single timber um board so you know mm. it's like tongue and groove again so um so that's going to be our cold point because we've got 75 mil thick walls we've got a 50 mil insulation and and stuff on the roof 50 mil in the floor and we've got double glazed windows so um you're yeah. gonna have to come up with a design for it then aren't you yeah well i'm wondering it is recessed so i'm wondering whether i i kind of reskin the door and put some insulation in the um in the void that it would create mm. if i put a new skin on the door so i don't know but yes all in all it's quite a fun project it has to be said mate it's kind of like the fact that it's your own and you can take time doing it i was thinking you know oh if, if everything went to pot i could put these things up and then i thought no <laughs> no i can't because i'll injure myself every time i do it and and i'd want to take longer than two days i mean you could throw it up in two days but you know, I would get a nail gun instead of hammer and nails, um, obviously, because you could do it quicker. Um, but, um, yeah, I, it, just finishing it with a tongue groove and a felt roof isn't good enough, really. Well, in, in slightly interesting story. One of our neighbours has recently had a such a building put into his garden. Right. Um, they've got quite a big garden. So you can, it, it, it's quite big at the back, but it's also quite large to the side of their property. And so they've had this thing and it looks the size of a scout hut. It's massive. Yeah. And it's of a similar fashion to the type that you've had with the, the tongue and groove type boards on the, yeah. on the external walls. So somebody came and built it for him, took him a couple of days or so. And this has a timber pitched roof on it. What, um, a mono pitch or a, or a proper? No, no, dual pitch. So, um, yeah, yeah. And... <laughs> <laughs> it's then got these like felt tiles on the roof oh like um oh what are they called um yeah so like individual ones well they're, they're like double ones but yes essentially oh i can't remember what they were called they're not they're not shingles as such. oh i was gonna say that's it shingles yeah they're, they're not, not they're not as such they're not that good um right. they're just like little pieces of felt and um ah. yeah well i'd say they're probably you know yeah, it kind of comes tiles. as a shape, isn't it? Yeah, like that's right. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. 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 yeah so it is shingles, but it's a mock-up shingles. Sort but of they, yeah, and it's just felt, and it's yeah, it's not. It's not great. Anyway, when we had some high winds the other week, um, yeah, they they uh, there were a few came loose, and uh, and and next day the guy was back to hammer them in. <laughs> oh no! Wow. Yeah. So uh, yeah, um, that yeah. was quite funny. Yeah. Is that a little man? I can see. It is. It is. Excellent. So, so yes. Yeah, so our office, obviously, we're um, hello, young man. Um, we're moving from a rented office to a much more sustainable office. I, I like to think from a business perspective, um, we've gone sustainable. Hiya. Um, and uh, and also, um, I'm really um, uh, looking at you know the sort of the insulation, sustainability, reduction of cost, and and obviously 
um, thinking about the way we as a business, um, you know, use our, our property and sustainable materials, replenishable, replaceable, you know, recyclable. You can recycle it by, um, by lighting a match. <laughs> lighting so, light. <laughs> lighting so, uh, a match. Yeah, so uh, so hopefully that won't ever happen. But yes, I mean, you know, it's from a from a business perspective. I mean, we've now just removed our next 20, 30 years worth of rent. Yeah, yeah. You see, that's the thing with with me um, looking into office space and things. But then it's, it's kind of part of my plan because I am looking to grow the business mm. to to a few staff really, and um, and and it, and in doing so. Do you think you're going to have staff in the office? Because I've got staff, but they're all home-based. No, well, mine's going to be slightly... It's going to be a very flexible basis, so I'm going to have quite a flexible-type working environment. So, you know, I've I've no grand plans to become a a huge business. It's it's to be a a small number of... of, of Are you talking to being staff for you and staff rather than... Yeah, I'm talking for you and staff. Might have some administration. In case you probably do need to give a desk space to. Yeah, so it's to try and get some sort of flexible working type space. So this is just the first step into that um, to allow me to consider employing um, some staff at some point over the next sort of six to eight months probably. Um, And it's, yeah, it will be quite flexible because I thought about should I get something in the garden and things, but if I want to get the to the point that I want to with the business and, and with the, the reason I've started the business and, and what I'm looking to do, do off the back of it, then uh, I need to get some sort of office space. Really. Yeah. You're um, different, different business as well. Yeah, though. it I is. Mean, yeah. You know, we've yeah. Been Cause my intention will be that it's completely and utterly flexible working over comes and works for me. They won't yeah. be expected to be in the office every day. They will be allowed to come and go as they please and do, do, do what they want. As long as the works gets done and they deliver on the fee, yeah. fee targets that will be set for them, then, yeah. you know, I'm perfectly happy for them to work and work whichever hours they want to work. Yeah. So, yeah yeah no absolutely i mean from our business perspective yeah it's all changed well it isn't all changed we've been online for 12 years so it's it's kind of just moved everything into that online world because everyone else in business will be having people working at home and and i think the apc and future of cpd and things like that will be done in time when people want to do it and more flexibly you know i don't need to go out to site or anything so so let's do it that way so which is you know which is again we've talked about this before in the world the world has lurched forward five ten years isn't it in technology i suppose or in acceptance of the technology yeah do you i I think it's brilliant i think i think it's so comfortably easy to to do what we do now and work from Mm -hmm. home and um work from wherever and have meetings with people um but I guess the the hardest thing I'm finding at the moment is that it's just every day is it's Groundhog Day, and I just mm. crave to go to the pub for a pint and to <laughs> go and watch football, to play golf, to yeah. to just go and see people, to yeah, see friends, to actually yeah. have some time out of the house. It used to be that we rarely spent any time at home, and and it, that used to frustrate me because I was thinking we've got a lovely home. It'd be nice to spend some time in it, and then last year. Um, for the last year, I guess we've spent so much time in it, and it's still great. And I'm looking forward to summer because we've got a lovely garden that we can spend a lot of time in again. Mm. But yeah, I just kind of want to. I'm I'm craving a little bit of what used to be and being able to just, you know, have a meeting rather than have a meeting 
on Zoom or whatever to go and have a coffee with somebody and actually have a chat with them and see. Yeah, them. yeah, no, I, I'm with you on that. And I, I was kind of wondering how how that's going to be with you because obviously you're you, you had an office previously. And you used to travel around a lot, so are oh you? Oh gosh, I spent 19 years of the 20 years traveling. Yeah, so are you still going to probably do some of that, but maybe not as much as you once did? Not really. Um, no. I I think. Um, majority of our business can now be done online as people i'm finding and this could just be a recessionary kind of flavory type thing um everyone's looking for it to be cheaper um not that we're kind of pandering to that but if we're not spending on coming to you and accommodation so that we can be with you first thing in the morning then there's there's an immediate saving i guess in there as well so there's an element there i think from from the core business and with our consultants because we've got over what over 30 odd consultants um i think majority of it's going to be online delivery now um, because it works and and there's you know you're not getting i don't think you're getting any better an experience um, online or face to face with us, really, as long as every as the technology works, because what we do is very much a drop in, talk to you all, give you a bit of guidance, drop out again. It's not a day to day constant project, if that makes sense. Whereas yeah. I can see day to day, if you were only doing it this way then I think that would be a bit more challenging. And obviously your world, you've got to go out and look at stuff, haven't you? Yeah, that's it. And, so, um, you know, very different sort of business model in, in that way. But um, I'm not adverse to going out. I think, I think I would have to think long and hard and carefully about how we do it and what we do, because I think, you know, from a sort of just self-preservation side of things, maybe I'm just too cautious. Maybe I need to be a bit more gung-ho. I don't know. But, um, you know, I think, I think there's going to be a long while before I go, oh, yes, I'll come to your office and we'll have a chat. I, I'm absolutely up for the um, pub, coffees, meeting up outside across a, a table, looking forward to the summer for, for those sort of things. But I think the sort of, you know, 10 or 15, 20, 30 people in a room delivering a training course, those days are gone. Yeah. Yeah. I think you, you yeah. might be right. I'm sure there will be some that still do it, but yeah, yeah. I think you're probably right. I think traveling the world to go and deliver APC stuff is gone. Um, I think the only, uh, you know, this, this pandemic and the technology has made the world an even smaller place than it was. And, and to tell the truth, I know you and I have, have had great opportunities to travel places around the world and I'm fantastic and thoroughly enjoyed those experiences and worked hard while we were there and, you know, all of those sort of things. Um, but part of me, again, looks at the carbon footprint, the pollution, mm. you know, again, I'm, I'm turning into a bit of a, a grumpy old eco-warrior. You're going to be hugging a tree service. next. Well, well, I am. I'm living in one. Well, that's it. So, uh, so it's just someone's cut it down and shaved it into a box. Um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, I, th I think, uh, I think the thing I'm looking forward to is is being able to jump on a plane and go on holiday. I'm not looking forward to jumping on a plane and doing going to business places and and having to do that, which I, I did a little bit of um, a more local sort of, you know, Ireland and, and yeah. around the UK and also driving. I mean, I was putting 25,000 miles a year on my car last year. I put 5,000 miles on it and that was before March. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and then it sat on the drive for 17, 18 weeks, wondering whether I needed a car anymore. Yeah. It's um, an interesting one, isn't it? Cause I, I was probably, my car wasn't, wasn't doing a huge amount of mileage and it has, 
it has um, done more of late, um, yeah. you know, but, but most, most of my work is quite local. So it's yeah. not going, I'm not going far and yeah. I don't go out to an office daily, but, um, you know, because um, I, I quite enjoyed getting out and about to work. Have, have you, you know, found when you got back in the car, though, you've forgotten how to drive? No, because I don't think I've had a long enough period without driving because okay. there's always a, a weekly trip to the yeah. shop or whatever. Oh, OK. So, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, we've, we've kind of done lockdown probably a little bit more extreme than that then just but when, kind of got yeah but i did have a two hour drive when uh, about two and a quarter hour drive each way for this um raf base that i went and did the inspection well, did you find that hard to, work did you have to stop uh no i didn't i went all the way through without stopping and um, you enjoyed it did you enjoy the drive yeah because i just listened to a load of different podcasts yeah ours i hope uh, I didn't listen to ours because I'd already listened to ours. <laughs> it's, it's interesting, though, isn't it? Isn't it interesting? I mean, I, not that I forgot how to drive, but I hadn't driven for like 25 weeks. Um, and when I went out, the last time I went out, the fuel prices were double um, and someone had changed the road layout <laughs> as well. And it was just like, what the hell's going on? You know, it's, it's as if I'd been in prison or have been in prison for 25 weeks. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, so it's interesting. So I think let's let's kind of the last thing I wanted to kind of pick up on here was where where do we I know we've done our future sort of predictions, but that's that's something else. Where do you think we're in a bubble? How, how do you feel? What's your outlook for the next let's say six to 12 months because three months I think is pretty much going to be the same but what do you think furlough will come and, and go and finish and then so where do you see yourself in sort of six to 12 months? Well hopefully a not too dissimilar position to the one I find myself in now yeah. um, I think there will be probably slight differences I'm very small business very agile can change as I need to at the moment so mm. you know with no no distinct liabilities um so that that that's a bonus that won't really change for the next six months or so I think we are in a little bit of a bubble possibly mm. it's how long that will go on for I, I looking at you know I work in 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 both property and construction really I guess uh, in a variety of different sectors and I've done that deliberately you know, I've spread my um, I've spread my clients and I've spread my workload across a diff- few different areas so that I won't be impacted if one suddenly drops off. Yeah. Um, which I do expect the residential property side of things to suddenly start to become less than yeah. it has. How much I don't know. I think there will still be that work out there, but there'll be less of it. Yeah. The inquiries probably won't come through as fast. But by upscaling, it will allow more relationships to be built ahead of that point. So hopefully there can still be a nice steady flow of work coming through. So I don't think that it will disappear. I think it will still be there. Um, I think whilst any furlough has been extended, I do think the vast majority of redundancies and things have probably been made now. I think there probably are still some to come. Yeah, um, and, and, and what impact that might. You know, people have used furlough or this as a good excuse to to kind of um but now and, yeah but i think now can see what the future is holding or will hold for them and have made those a lot of businesses i think have made those cuts already yeah. um in preparation for what is to come yeah yeah no i, I agree I so, agree. I, I, so I, I i think we are in a little bit of a bubble i'm i'm not i'm i'm, I'm fairly optimistic that certainly the world that we um operate within isn't going to change drastically um i i think whilst i know there are going to be um 
uh, tax increases. I know there's going to be all sorts of stuff. The, I don't think the economy can afford things to stop. Construction's a very big player and big contributor mm. to the economy. And I think the government obviously identified that during the pandemic and, and made sure that construction could continue to work. So I don't think it's going to, to be a huge change. I think construction is still not at the level, I believe, that it was at before the pandemic. So no, no it's not. I don't, so I think it's yeah. probably at the level it will be at. And I don't think we're going to see a significant drop off from where we're at. I think it will just remain fairly steady yeah. um, throughout. I, I don't think there'll be a huge change. Yeah. Um, I think it's, it's really interesting as well, because I've got clients in different parts of the world and I've got one in um, Southern Ireland where they're still pretty shut down. Mm. So, you know, Northern Ireland seems to be, you know, up and running and, and tends to be like we are here on the mainland. But sort of Southern Ireland, I've, I think someone said to me about 60% of the sites are still shut. Um, the the sort of the opportunity and delivery of the vaccine is way behind where we we currently are um you know so i, I think that's um it's an it's an interesting one isn't it so um i think so kind of watch this space really and, and see um, i from my perspective not a clue because we will react our business will always have to react to what happens out in the big wide world i think I think the one thing that has been bizarre for us is that we, as in the construction industry, the land and property industry, has not been the brunt of this kind of shutdown, recessionary sort of feel. You know, uh, as, no, right. as much as on the one hand that's been a positive for us, obviously the negative for the sort of you know the the other. And, and I think I think that's due to the fact that the the economy has needed construction. Yeah. I think that, that that's what it comes down to. The economy could no longer rely on entertainment, hospitality, yeah. and that those those things can't happen or haven't been able to happen. So construction became even more important. Yeah. Um, whether yeah. there's a bit of a, a slight on it uh, as the hospitality industry starts to kick back in and and, and what have you, then that we'll see. Who knows? Mm. But um, mm. the the one area I can see opportunities. I mean, there's a reason I work with schools. Um, because I think that that's a fairly constant. I don't think that will change. I think those yeah. those building um, stocks that need maintaining. So I think that work will remain. Um, I also think that there's huge, still huge residential development work going on. You know, the, 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 there yeah. are not enough houses in the yeah, country. Yeah, no, I mean, we think even in the part of the country I live in, the countryside where we've got, there's plans for another thousand houses or something in the, in the local yeah. area. So I, I think there's going to be opportunity. You know, I've I've worked on residential development work before, and um, it, it's an area that I have an interest in. Personally, you want to have an interest in it personally as well. So it's not it's something that I will explore and continue to mm. to look at. I, I think there's opportunities there. So I think there's going to still be plenty of things out there. It's just about being able to move and 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 get into the right areas. And I think. For, for me, when I started my business, it was always risky, obviously, doing doing such a thing in, in, in the middle of a pandemic. But it was a very much a case of, right, if I'm doing this, I need to make sure that I'm I'm spread across a few different areas that I won't yeah. be, be, be that all of my work won't suddenly disappear overnight. Yeah. Um, which I, I've worked hard to get myself to that point. And um, hopefully, hopefully I'll, I'll, you know, stand the test of time and be OK. Um, and and I'm, I'm, I'll have reason to be able to mind. So, yeah. yeah. It will certainly be interesting to see what happens, but yeah. um, I mean, yeah. yours are just—it's just dependent upon how 
construction continues. Well, exactly. You know, we're in the two worst businesses, which is training and the construction industry. When it came to uh, recessions in the past, um, I'm quietly confident that we're no longer in that two worst businesses um, because, you know, we've seen through this, um, you know, challenging time that actually there are areas of our business that will will thrive. Um, uh, but you know, we're, we're we're twenty years old this year, so we've stood the t- the stand at the you know the test. Yeah, of time. yeah. So you've um, gone through worse, I think. So, yeah, I agree. Um, I, agree. Yeah. I would also say, I would also say, I think with training, I, I think from the recession way back two thousand and eight, and and the f- subsequent years after that. This still, and, and I know this as, as being somebody who tried to employ o- over recent years, um, reasonably skilled and, and experienced and qualified staff. They're still not out there. There's no. still there's still there's still shortages of of, yeah. of experience. There's a lot of grads, graduate type um, level, a lot of apprentices coming through now, but I don't think. But I, I think we've still got that that lull or that gap in the market for 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 people of a certain skill level a certain yeah, experience level I agree. and I, and I think so I think from your point of view training wise I think that, that that's a benefit yeah you know, because yeah, there's, no, there's still low there's still a load more coming through now you know apprenticeships yeah. are, are, are growing um you know there's all these new APC candidates so I think from your point of view that's that's a benefit and I don't think uh, that 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 will I think that there'll be a, a, a plus for you and yeah. your business. Yeah, I mean, you know, what, whatever has happened, whatever recession has happened, you know, we've, we've changed the business shape five times now in 20 years. So we've got a model for pretty much everything that happens in a 20 yes, you just period. Flip back to an old we, Yeah, we do. <laughs> and, and, and we did with the recession, with the pandemic. We just, you know, we spun it on its head and in, in, in this factor of probably three or four weeks, we'd redesigned everything and, um, you know, and, uh, and brought it back round again and redesigned our website and, and everything. And, and was, we're able to kind of respond to that. So, yeah, interesting. So catching our breath for a moment there, I think we've kind of put the world to rights and, uh, and sort of, uh, it's been interesting. I mean, again, it'd be interesting to hear people's feedback and thoughts and views. Tell us if you're having the same experience, if you work for a huge corporate and you're doing something different, give us a shout, come well, on yeah. the podcast with yeah. us and let's have a chat. Yeah, great. if you run a huge corporate, if you own a huge corporate um, and let's hear what your problems are and, and challenges and, and aspirations for the future, you know, because uh, we're, we're small businesses we're SMEs, really, aren't we? Um, uh, technically, uh, probably micro business. Really. Yeah, absolutely. I probably. Yeah, you're probably right, actually. You're a little so, bit, um, you know. But SME sounds better, doesn't it? So it does. I've no idea what it stands for, but I'm sure I can make up something. <laughs> <laughs> small to medium <laughs> so on that note as in all good traditions i'm going to say don't forget to wash your hands and wash your face and um and don't lick any strangers don't lick any strangers yeah thanks so much everyone hopefully you've enjoyed today's podcast don't forget to go to servepod.com give us your feedback tell us some topics and we've had some good feedback recently so again thank you for those that we mentioned earlier on and um and uh, we look forward to recording our next podcast the next one will be after april the first so i wonder if there's going to be any april fool's day things going on maybe we should do one on april fools maybe we should launch a podcast a fake podcast on the first yeah yeah maybe we'll do that yeah called uh, was it your serve or something uh, <laughs> uh, <so. laughs> all right mate well take care and uh, thanks again for listening and we'll talk to you again soon cheers right, cheers bye-bye Hello there, and thank you for joining us for our latest episode of the Surveyor Podcast. We hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as we enjoyed making it. 
Don't forget to subscribe at all your favorite podcast providers, Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and so on. Also on Twitter and Instagram, at SurfPod, that's S-U-R-V-P-O-D. You can also get us on YouTube, click the subscribe button, and don't forget to click the little bell. and tells you when we post our latest content, and on our webpage, SurfPod.com. Don't forget to leave us your reviews, comments, suggestions, and of course, any questions. And finally, if you want to come along, join us at a future episode of the Surveyor Podcast, send us an email to servepod at gmail.com. If you like what you see in here, tell your friends, let's put surveying on the map. Stay safe, wash your hands, and don't lick any strangers. Bye-bye for now. The Surveyor Podcast is a copyright deliver and invoice limited production. We suggest you come up with your own ideas and not copy ours. Thank you. Catch you again soon. Bye-bye.